Hey everyone, it's me, Miss Self Love, and this is the Twinder Swindler episode. Some of you are very familiar with the documentary movie on Netflix. Some of you may not be. I'm gonna do a small recap of what it was about and just some lessons to take from it. You know, obviously, I'm not going to talk about the characters in any negative way because these are real people. The women were real victims of somebody that has mastered swindling women on Tinder since he was, you know, he's been mastering swindling people, period, since he was 20 years old, just in general. So if you've been doing something since you were 20 years old, you mastered it. So, of course, these women, you know, became victims you know, of the situation, but there are some lessons that we can take out of this about money and self-love and relationships that I always talk about because I want you guys to pay attention to your relationship with money because it has to do with your self-love and your relationships in general with anyone, family, friends, and of course your partner. This is why I'm always talking about the money, the money X virus Money has a huge relation to do with your self-love and your self-worthiness and what you deserve from yourself and from other people. And it's huge. And as women, we like to ignore it, especially when it comes to love. That it's not about the money, it's about the love. When that's not really true. Right? Money and love go hand in hand. And this is why I'm always talking about it. Because it's important. So anyway, so the Twinder Swindler situation, he you know, was a master at this. So, you know, he got this woman, he showed them, he said that he was the son of a billionaire (laughs) and he had pictures and everything. He was the son of a billionaire. So he would literally get these women, he would take one woman's money. uh, He would make this, uh, make them take out loans or whatever, use credit cards. He would take that woman's money and he would... Show them a good time. He would show the next woman a good time on his private jet. He had a private jet. He had, he would spend money on massive dinners. He would go to expensive restaurants and order everything on the menu. Show these women a good time. Then he had a whole setup of he got robbed. His enemies is coming after him. This and this and that. He's like, I need you to take out a loan. I need you to take out some credit cards. I need more money, more money. I'll pay you back. And of course, they are going to believe that he will pay them back because he already showed them a lifestyle of living rich. He spent money on. One of the main things is he he showed them a lifestyle of living rich with his jet and all his expensive dinners and expensive vacations. But also, also, he, he spent money on them. He gave them money. You know, and this is where the worthiness and are you worthy of somebody spending money on you comes in. So he spent all this money on them. Then when he made up his fake story about shit hitting the fan, he's like, I need you to take out loans. I need you to take out credit cards. And of course you're going to do it because they love him. You know, they love him in some way, shape or form as a friend or a boyfriend. They love him. And they know that he's going to pay it back because he's a billionaire. He has this fancy lifestyle. He loves them. Of course, he's going to pay the money back. He has the money to pay me back. He's just in a situation. I love him. And on top of the main thing going on in the back of their mind 
was that he spent money on me. He spent all this money on me. The least I could do is help him when he's in a situation. Like, because I'm a down-ass chick. Like, that's what down-ass chicks do. So, anyway. So, they taking out loan after loan. $26,000. Um, taking out nine credit cards. Um, the first the first girl that started the Netflix series, she ended up like two, two fifty and two, $250,000 in debt you know, doing all of this. So she ended up like 250000 in debt. Then she finally told him, like, she can't give him no more money. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, come with me. I'm going to meet you. I'm going to give you a check for 500000 So the check was for 500000 Of course, the check didn't go through. So she hit him back. She was like, the check ain't go through. He was like, I don't care. I did my part. I gave you the money. Fuck it. That's it. She's $250,000 in debt because of that. So he just kept going on to the next woman, taking this woman's money, spending it on this woman, like flipping. He was, it was like he was flipping one woman's money on another woman and taking that woman's money and flipping it. And he's getting, you know, travels and pussy out of this and cars and nice Versace clothes and Rolexes and all types of shit. He was a master once again. <laughs> this was mastery because he's been... Getting money out of men and women since he was 20 years old. This is how he lived his life. So. Anyways. Then towards the end of the movie. We found out who the main chick was. The main girlfriend that he was with for 14 months. She gave him about 140000 Then towards the end. Shit started crumbling. The main chick was the only one he had left. And she realized that. So she was like now nah, we're going to sell all your name brand clothes. So, you know, she sold all his name brand clothes, never gave him the money because she found out he was Tindler the Swindler, her, her boyfriend that she'd been dating for 14 months. Point is, he ended up going to jail for some fake passport for five months. He came back out. He's still riding around and getting there, still doing the same thing. He got all his clothes back, all his money back, all his cars back. He got a new girlfriend, and he's probably doing this to different women again. Now, you may be thinking, I'm not taking out no loan for no motherfucker for no $26,000. i am not taking out no non-credit cards for no motherfucker. You do it now on a small scale. Just because you don't take out $26,000, you gave somebody $200, you gave somebody $2,000, you do it on a smaller scale. So the moral to the story is, just because you haven't done this on a bigger scale, you still have done it on a smaller scale, and so have I. And so have I. Another point I want to make is just because what something looks like don't mean what it is. Just like on Instagram and wherever, just like if you see a guy riding in a Tesla or something like that, or a Benz or a Tesla, I'm going to say, don't mean he can afford it or don't mean he got the money. But it could mean that he can't afford it. Maybe that car is cheap to him. Maybe that car is expensive to him. We don't really know. What it looked like ain't what it always is. That's why you have to, you know, obviously pay attention to the foundation of a person and their morals and their values, not just the outside shit that they showing you with dinners and cars and whatever. That don't shape the morals and values and foundation of a person. And we get tricked by that very easily just because somebody's driving a nice car. Like I said, we get tricked by these things on a smaller scale. So you can't, you know, 
be appalled that somebody got tricked by it on a bigger scale when they're in a jet and somebody saying they're the son of a billionaire and showing them all these things. So, the moral to the story is, are you deserving? So, if somebody spends money on you, a guy spends money on you because he wants to, do you feel like you have to pay him back? A guy comes in your life, I'm having financial issues. You have to understand those financial issues was there since before you came along. Financial issues don't happen overnight. That shit builds up over time. That means somebody was being irresponsible with their finances. So if you meet a guy, and I know this because I've been in plenty of financial issues and the shit didn't happen overnight, it built up. (laughs) So anyways, that means somebody was being irresponsible with their finances. I'm talking from experience. That shit don't just come out of nowhere. You wasn't paying attention. You were spending money on bullshit, trying to look a certain way that you're not. And you wasn't paying attention to your core foundational finances. So if you're dating a guy for a couple of months and then he asks you for money, that shit been there. Why you need to get the money from me? That's your responsibility. That shit been there. What you talking about? Don't play with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been through this because I've done it myself. So don't play me. Please don't. That means they're trying to literally play you. Two months later, I need money for this, this, and that. You built that shit up since before I came. Don't let nobody play you like that. (laughs) So, anyways. We do it on a smaller scale. We're giving men money for their cars and this and this and that. You do it on a smaller scale. So you want to check it now so God forbid you don't do it on a bigger scale. You want to get yourself love and yourself worth right that you deserve for a guy to take you out without you having to pay him back in any way, shape, or form. And you want to get that right on a smaller scale so you don't end up in some big shit down the line. And that's the point I'm trying to make here. And that's why I always talk about self-love and finances and money and the money X virus because it's important. And we women like to pass it over, sweep it under the rug, and then here we end up in these situations, 250000 in debt. And you cannot do that. You cannot do that. If somebody looks like they have all the money because they have a Tesla or a nice car or a nice this, but they're asking you for money, there's holes somewhere in their money foundation. Because if you don't build a foundation right, it falls anyway. So there's some types of holes somewhere in their foundation. And the same thing with you. It's a good time to get your foundation with your finances correct and keep that going. Seriously. Very important. You know, and self-worth. If somebody takes you out on a couple of dates and spends money on you because they wanted to, do you feel like that now, two months later... They're in a situation you have to give them money. It's only been two months. I've been dating you for two months. You took me out a couple of times. Now you're having money issues. It's only been two months. These money issues been here since before I got here. These are your money issues. That's not my responsibility because you wanted to take me out. These are the things that we have to recognize. Share this with someone who needs this, my Tinder Swindler special episode. 
Then on top of that, if you do let a man or whatever, or and this goes vice versa, whatever. I'm just saying man because of the movie. But if you do let a man or whatever get you into financial issues, it is your responsibility now to get yourself out. Because you willingly did that. And now you can cry all you want, but now it's your responsibility to fix up your mask. To fix up your mess because your self-love is connected to your money and your money is connected to your self-love. And you thought love meant giving this person all of your money and going into debt. And now you got to clean it up. And now you got to take accountability. And now you got to take responsibility. And now, yes, you got to fix it. Instead of taking the responsibility from the beginning and getting your self-love and your money right and in relationship right with both so you don't end up in these situations to begin with. You do what those women did on a smaller scale. I've done what those women did on a smaller scale. Now it's time to stop the bullshit. So share this with someone who needs this, guys. Remember, your money and your self-love is very well connected. Very important. Very important. If a guy has money issues, that's his problem. They were there before you came. It is not your responsibility to be captain, save a hoe, or save a woe, or whatever you want to call it. Stop doing that shit. All right, guys. So, listen, I'm going to leave the link for the workbook so y'all can start working on. So, the workbook is a virtual, virtual digital workbook, okay? It's really cute. So, when you, it gets emailed, soon as you purchase it, it gets emailed to your email and then you click on the um so it has little videos on there a couple of videos and a couple of links very important to start assessing these issues and digging deeper and detaching from your ex okay and so you click on the video you watch the video the assignments are only 10 minutes long simple you watch the video and then you do the assignment from the video very cute all right, so it's a virtual workbook. So, so you'll get it to your email as soon as you purchase. It goes directly to your email. You look through it. You click on the videos. You learn. And you do your assignments, okay? Um, it's not just me talking in there. I have different videos from people that I trust to teach you guys, my mentors. So I want you guys to do that. Some of the assignments I give, some of these assignments I have given to my clients, not all, because those assignments are deeper. That's the one-on-one scale. But this is good enough for you to just start the process so you can detach from your ex, okay? Very important to start with writing down this stuff so you can detach and assess these things. So when you go out into the dating world, you don't get got, Okay. So I'm going to leave the link for that virtual workbook. It's really cute. You really will like it. And it really digs deep with just 10-minute assignments. Okay? So I want you guys to get that. So click the link for that in the description. And I hope you took some lessons away from this Tindler Swindler thing and really understand what i be trying to say about the money and things of that nature. Okay? very important don't sweep that under the rug all right so share this with someone who needs this click the link for your virtual workbook and have a great day i love you guys